0: And eventually it would have been like like bees buzzing around a flower, eventually that flower is getting pollinated. Someone would kiss Joe, doesn't have to say anything.
1: Dear Shandy Welcome back to Dear Shandy listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. Was that your first beginning to end episode of Paradise?
0: It was. It was. And um, I see the that it's a guilty pleasure, mm-hmm. obviously.
1: Yeah, you see the appeal.
0: Yeah, but it was very heavy on guilt and <laughs> extremely light <laughs> on pleasure. Okay.
1: I know what you mean. I do feel like paradise for me takes a while for me to like get into the pleasure part. Mm. Because in the beginning, it can often just feel so like... Like such an onslaught of, of trashiness that yeah. I'm kind of just distracted by that's, all that.
0: That's a good title, onslaught of trashiness. <laughs> that's that's the, that should be the byline of, of Bachelor in Paradise.
1: <laughs> I'm not really sure what our recaps for this season and this spinoff are going to look like. I honestly. think it's going to be
0: a learning process. It is,
1: yeah. So bear with us, Shandies, as we recap this for the first time. Recrap. <laughs> As we recrap the onslaught of trashiness. Nicely done. Shall we begin? Mm-hmm. So this premiere kicks off with a sort of preview of what's to come this season. And I could not place the voice of the person introing everything, no. but it was very intense. And Andy, you said, what is this, WWF? Yeah.
0: It, it did, I did not like it. <laughs> I did not like that, that intro voice.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree. But the theme in general, as we heard from Tammy, is were vaxxed and were waxed yes yeah and it set the tone really
0: absolutely
1: so we get some intros of contestants to be honest some people i had a heart it's amazing how quickly you forget contestants especially people from like peter's season yeah, especially I was like... when you
0: haven't seen those seasons you forget them like <laughs> just
1: yeah you really were sort of in the dark for a lot of yeah. this you didn't know who anyone was uh first up we had serena She was on the beach with a Canadian flag. I
0: liked Serena. Uh,
1: Yeah, I mean... Okay. You're not going to hear a lot more of
0: that. (laughs) You're not going to hear a lot more of... I liked fill in the blank. Yeah,
1: that's true. We're starting off strong, but you didn't feel that way about everyone. There's a
0: couple of others, but Serena was, as you you said...
1: There's nothing not to like about Serena. She expresses interest in Brendan. So then, of course, we see Brendan's intro. And then we see Tajwan... And she expresses interest in Ivan because, quote, he's good looking. He has a career. <laughs> yay. It's funny how having a career in this sphere is like this anomaly.
0: Well, that's the thing. It's like usually it's just he looks good. Yeah. But yep. now he looks good and, and he works for a living. <laughs> so what more do you want?
1: And then we see Ivan. I have nothing bad to say about Ivan. Just yay. I wrote yay.
0: Yeah. Ivan's good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then we see Victoria. Hmm. She's had a, a, quote, rebirth, an awakening, and the queen is dead, and she is now to be known as the goddess. And according to her, uh, the gods live in Mount Olympus.
0: Yes, the famed Mount Olympus. Yes. Yes.
1: So this was your introduction to Victoria. I think it's worth mentioning that. You did not watch any of Matt James' season, right? No,
0: I did not. I I did not have the pleasure. But I will say (laughs) that Victoria is, is a question mark to me, because I can't tell whether she's in on the joke or she's the butt of the joke. I think I'm leaning towards that she's in on the joke, but then she says some things which I don't think she means to say which seem like she's the butt of the joke. Yeah. So it's kind of like this she's transitioning between in on the joke and the butt of the joke. It's it, it's an interesting dichotomy.
1: If it is all intentional, it's impressive. Yes. But I agree. I think it kind of oscillates between the two. And I can see her being the kind of person where when she does become the butt of the joke, she would be like, I meant to do that.
0: Yes. (laughs) That being said, I find her mildly entertaining.
1: Yeah. To be honest, on Matt's season, I was I kind of had my fill of her pretty quickly. But I think she really is perfect for this setting. Yeah. And I have not minded her so far. Uh, We see Mari, who I've always wanted to see more of. And a lot of the guys
0: want to see more of as well. (laughs)
1: Yes, definitely all the men want to see more of Mari. She expresses interest in Kenny. And then here we see Kenny. And it would seem Kenny's theme for the season will be him in his birthday suit.
0: Yeah, which I did not know was legal. (laughs) Apparently you can do that.
1: Sometimes they use that black bar a little freely to suggest things that are not actually happening.
0: I think it would be almost too big a scandal if he wasn't totally naked, <laughs> the whole going nude because he's worked out so much and sculpted his body is really a Trojan horse, no pun intended, yeah. for the fact that this guy is probably sporting an elephant cup. It's <laughs> my guess.
1: So, yeah, we've, we feel Kenny is probably confident and with decent reason.
0: And he has a good body on top of his Titanic member. <laughs>
1: And then we see Kelsey, who does seem to be able to laugh at herself. She says, You probably know me as champagne girl. And she says, though, that she's done a lot of work on herself and she's not looking for somebody to fill her holes.
0: Yeah. What I like about Kelsey is we can always know that when she says something stupid, it's not going to be intentional.
1: <laughs> Unlike Victoria.
0: Yes, where you never know.
1: Yeah. I don't know if Kelsey's in on these. No, jokes. she wasn't in on that joke. Yeah. She but was it also not, but makes it was. It- endearing. That, yes. yeah.
0: That's what makes it funny. I have if she soft, was in on it, it wouldn't be funny. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd, be,
1: it'd be like,
2: okay,
0: that's cute, yeah. but not funny.
1: I do find Kelsey kind of endearing. Like, I don't know if she has really the right personality for Paradise, but I find that in and of itself endearing.
0: No. Well, let's hope she gets her holes filled.
1: <laughs> and then we have Connor B. And Andy, here you turned to me and said, I'm so glad you never went on this show. <sighs> because you said, I feel like I've already lost a little respect for Connerby. Look,
0: I, very little. I don't want to be too hard on him, but he, I felt like Connerby was an A-lister in the franchise. He was, yep. And I think this diminishes his stock for me
1: personally. But to me, this whole season, and I know you've never seen a whole season, but I feel like this season represents them making it clear that Paradise is A-list as much as any other show from the franchise because later on we have Becca Kufrin coming on Uh, who is the first ever former lead to come on Paradise.
0: I I totally get it. They're
1: clearly rebranding Paradise. Let's just put it that way.
0: Mm. All I'm saying is that I get it. I know why he's on the show. Yeah. I understand the, the metrics and the financial <laughs> ramifications. I'm just saying that I couldn't help but lose the tiniest bit of respect for my, my favorite cat person.
1: That's fair. That's totally fair. In Connor B's song about a couple of the women, we hear Jessenia's name and then we see Jessenia's intro. Jessenia is... I think so beautiful and I just I find her to be one of the most underrated girls from recent seasons well
0: her her problem is she's not a big enough ham the camera doesn't like just any of she's not acting ridiculous
1: yeah they, the camera loves her from a like a physical standpoint no. and she's too reasonable probably too reasonable yeah
0: she's in the wrong place
1: <laughs> and she expresses interest in grocery store Joe and then we see Joe's intro mm. I find it sad. I'm just going to go on the record and say I find it sad that grocery store Joe no longer has a grocery store. Yeah. What happened to the grocery store? Well, I imagine, Is he now just Instagram? I feel like now he's like podcast host slash famous God. bachelor person.
0: What's going to run America one day? Like how? who's going to run America? I
1: often think about this with all the YouTubers and influencers, I, every, and TikTokers.
0: Every time I speak to anyone under the age of 35, they're in a virtual Yeah, they're not making anything. They're just they're like on top of something that's virtual and they're on top of the thing that's on top of the virtual thing. There's not even (laughs) there's like layers of not making anything.
1: They're creating content, but there's no like or they're even managing
0: creators of content or (laughs) managing the management of content creation or managing the management of advertising for content creation.
1: I know what you mean. It, for me, just he's Grocery Store Joe, and there was something so wholesome about that. And no. now to know that he's no longer Grocery Store Joe, but he still goes by no. it, I felt a little like... Now he's
0: Instagram Joe. He's, he's TikTok Joe. Uh, that actually sounds pretty good, too. <laughs> if you are TikTok Joe, that's a pretty big deal. There's only one TikTok Joe. Is there? Joe is Joe's a very... like The Joe is always the name you put after the thing. You're like, <laughs> Pizza true. Joe, Contractor Joe... <laughs> Who is running this world? Who is making things? Where? Who is manning the factories?
1: You've got a point. Yeah. And so I suppose you know Joe has moved on to greener pastures. Ah, ah like pun that. fully intended. Yes. I, assume. I guess mm. he doesn't need his grocery store you anymore. You got to sell
0: a lot of uh, a lot of produce to get the kind of money he's making for those Instagram followers.
1: It just makes me—I don't know—something about that marks the like the transition from yeah. From like normal person who goes on a reality show to reality star, I guess. Yeah. Let's let's
0: let's have a moment of silence for Joe's grocery store.
1: Do you think maybe his family still runs it?
0: (laughs) Broke the moment of silence.
1: I Uh, think that was enough silence. You're right. That was it. Didn't deserve more. (laughs) That didn't deserve an Andrew S. level moment of silence. Right.
0: right, Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, uh, do I still think it it operates? (laughs)
1: but i hope so
0: i hope so as well
1: so now we see david spade who doesn't give a fuck
0: david spade
1: david spade he's
0: come full circle
1: he has or
0: he's come to the end of a line i'm not sure which one it is
1: (laughs) as we'll discuss in a minute i think that he is both perfect and not perfect for this we have a lot
0: of thoughts on this
1: yes but yeah he introduces everyone and says everything's about to happen in the way Chris Harrison normally does. And it's clear he doesn't really give a shit about this role.
0: No. In a kind of endearing way. I think he was paid to act like he doesn't give a shit about this role.
1: 100%. Yeah. And then we have arrivals, officially. So first up, we have Abigail from Matt's season. And Andy, you said her nails look like orange Tic Tacs.
0: I stand by that.
1: It is, the color is A perfect match.
0: I think she actually went to the store and asked for orange TikTok. And they had it, which they obviously do nowadays.
1: Next up, we have Joe. And in a voiceover, we hear him say, Kendall and I have been broken up for long enough where I think we both should be comfortable with us dating other people.
0: And case closed.
1: (laughs) Definitely sounds like foreshadowing. And of course, in the previews, we see that Kendall does come around. I do think he's got a point, but I also think there's a big difference between Doing that in real life and on TV. Oh, yeah. We know Kendall's coming in. That'll be interesting to observe. Yeah. It'll be interesting if she also starts dating and they just date separate people. Knowing this show, the producers would not allow that to not happen. Yes.
0: No matter what happens, it's going to be interesting.
1: Yes. Next, we have Ivan. And what's funny is we were commenting on that extra low V situation on his shirt. And then David Spade said, that extra button, I think that's going to pay off.
0: (laughs) Probably his best line. But I, I do stand, as, as, as someone who is very familiar with these, mm-hmm. I, I stand by that in the tropics, you cannot go deep enough. You're allowed to go as deep as you want. No rule about depth in the tropics. Fair. So, so bless no you. No judgment, Ivan. <laughs> Ivan, just go as deep as you want.
1: Next, we have Serena P. And of course, the two guys there so far are smitten with her. And we're not surprised. Yeah. She's such a natural beauty.
0: She'd be the one I would go yeah, for. I'm not honest. surprised by that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm trying to think of who I would go for. Out of this selection of guys, I would go for Ivan.
0: Huh. Not Grocery Joe, huh?
1: Nah.
0: Just you Just assume it's physical. Just You're just going purely physical. You're not going for a relationship at all. But I know you have an issue separating. You're very... Yeah, I, uh, I can't very, separate personality. Um, cerebral.
1: Yeah, and my issue with Grocery Store Joe is... I like a guy to have a little more game than he has.
0: You're saying that grocery store Joe doesn't have game? <laughs> huh, he really heavens. doesn't.
1: His game is literally his lack of game.
0: Yes. Well, we'll get into that later. Yes, But, we will. but the point is is that you you would choose a uh, I I would go for Ivan and you would, and you would go Ivan. for
1: Serena P. We'll see how that changes as the cast changes. hmm Maybe we should do that each week on Paradise. Say who, we would, <laughs> who we would go for. Is that weird? We're like married and talking about that.
0: I think no. I think it's totally not weird in a weird way. But I think that we should make in every episode who we would go for. And it's possible that we may go for the same person through the end. In which case, we basically are engaged to that person <laughs> at the end. No?
1: That, that'll make things very interesting. Yeah,
0: then it'll get interesting, right?
1: Next up, we have Kelsey. And she brings a bottle of champagne, which David Spade struggles to open. Mm -hmm. We have Brendan.
0: Scintillating television.
1: (laughs) Scintillating. We have Brendan. I have to imagine Brendan is even more gorgeous in person because everyone, all these extremely attractive people could not stop talking about how attractive Brendan was. Oh, yeah. I could see that. People said that about you. What do you mean?
0: People have said that, you know, when they meet you in person... They're always like, wow, you're much prettier than you were on TV. Yeah, that's Not that you weren't pretty on TV.
1: (laughs) Thanks, husband. Mm, No, but it's true. I have gotten, you know, I think people just look different in person. People do say that, which is flattering, but they also say I'm I'm much shorter. (laughs) 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 One time someone asked for a photo with me at a restaurant and I was like seated. Yeah. And then when I stood up for the photo, she said, holy shit, you're so fucking short.
0: (laughs) Are you? That's a quote? (laughs) Quote. And you still gave them the photo.
1: I thought twice about it, honestly. <laughs> what
0: the hell? Like, you know what? That's the thing about reality TV stars. There's too much access to them. Too much, like, yeah, familiarity, you think, familiarity, if, you think yeah. if Tom Cruise was at a restaurant and someone came <laughs> up to him? Tom Cruise is like 5'6", you know, or 5'7". Yeah, seven. yeah, yeah. So if, if someone came up to him and then he stood up, he's like, oh my God, <laughs> you're so fucking short. Like, would he tolerate that? Would anyone say that to Tom
1: Cruise? This But, happened but to, they can say that to you. This happened to me at the Penrose. I'll never forget it. Because some people will be like, oh, you're a lot shorter than I expected or whatever. But she was like, you're so fucking short. I was like.
0: That is unbelievable. Well, she was probably drunk. I'll give her the
1: benefit. Yeah, be if drunk. she was at the Penrose, she was drunk. Yeah. And then we hear Joe talking about Brendan's evident swag. Mm-hmm. And we hear a voiceover, a Frankenbitten bitten voiceover of him saying, I just feel mm, insecure. And then we start to see this subplot of Joe being kind of awkward and. Questioning being there. And he says in an ITM, I've always wanted to feel like a Clooney, but unfortunately just can't pull it off. Hmm. I like Joe. I'm going to say this. I,
0: I like Joe as well. Yeah. But I, I prefer grocery store Joe to what I believe now is TikTok Joe
1: <laughs> TikTok
0: or whatever Joe. he's doing. But I think that it's a bit of an act. I think he's leaning into the awkward no game Joe thing because I refuse to believe that his game is this terrible or he's this insecure.
1: You know, the game thing, I, I realize that he just might not have game and that's and that unto itself could be his game, which and, works and, and, evidently. And, and, Who are we to say it doesn't? Right.
0: And just just to be careful here, when we refer to the term game, that doesn't necessarily mean some way to like, you know, dupe a girl into liking you. It's, no. it's essentially charm. Yeah. Like, how charming it's are charisma. you? It's charisma. Yeah, charisma. It's the opposite what? sex. Yeah, a little ah. charisma, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like a James Bond, yeah.
1: Yeah, and so for me, what I struggle with is when Joe's like, oh, I've always wanted to be a Clooney, but I'm not. It's like, he has become one of Bachelor Nation's most beloved and sought after yeah. men or bachelors, after having gone home on night one from Becca Kufrin's season, he's clearly got... He, the, the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. He's he's done very well for himself with very little. So I just have a hard time believing that he doesn't have any awareness to his... No, he cooniness. knows He knows what his
0: moneymaker is. <laughs> yeah, He's playing up the good-looking buffoon role.
1: Yeah, the guy that doesn't know how good-looking he is, even though I have a hard time believing by now that he does not know.
0: He knows... Everybody knows, and I think we're on to (laughs) him.
1: That said, we like him.
0: We like Grocery Store Joe. The moment I laid eyes on Grocery Store Joe, I said, I like this man. Yes,
1: I've always been a huge fan of his. But to me, I like self-deprecation when it feels truly authentic.
0: It's starting to feel like an act.
1: I don't know about an act. That feels too harsh. But I just He may not be
0: consciously doing it. It yeah. may just be like this is what sells and now it's part of his DNA.
1: Yeah, it's almost like part of his bachelor stick. Yeah. But but we do like him. Oh yeah. I don't Joe fans don't oh, come no, at no. us. No,
0: absolutely. We like Joe. Yeah. We like Joe.
1: <laughs> Back away okay. slowly it's from any okay. criticism of yeah. Joe. Yeah.
0: Joe's a good guy. <laughs> Full disclaimer.
1: Next up we have Natasha, who I think is perfect for this show mm-hmm. because That's she- the
0: biggest insult ever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I really do mean it as a compliment yeah. in her case because I think Natasha is smart, yeah. but she's also funny. And I feel like people often fall into one of those two camps. Like often you're kind of like a funny character person right. or you're like a leading lady or, or man and you kind of rise above being a character. Yeah. And I think she has the potential to be both, which is kind of yes. cool. Yes,
0: she's in a safe spot. I think it's very dangerous to be on Bachelor in Paradise if you're not smart.
1: So next up we have Tammy. And I really like Tammy, for the mm-hmm. record. I think she's very funny and quick. But she seems to think <sighs> David Spade might be Dave Chappelle, which is...
0: I mean, a common a common misunderstanding. <laughs> you always get this. You're always like, is that Dave Chappelle or is that David Spade? I'm not 100% sure.
1: I want, for my own sanity, I'm choosing to believe that she was making a joke. When she was playing take, dumb. I'm going to take the other side of that. It's it's hard. As much as I don't want to. It wasn't funny enough. No. To be a joke.
0: I think we can rest easy knowing that this will be the one time in history that somebody on planet Earth will mistake David Spade for Dave Chappelle.
1: I feel like it kind of shows like a generational difference. But even then, Dave Chappelle is still totally active.
0: The one thing I demand of my Bachelor in Paradise contestants is a very thorough knowledge of pop culture.
1: Yep, and Dave Chappelle is at the center of that. He's an icon, and continues to be an icon.
0: Yes, we were didn't both. He very o- upset didn't he host by this.
1: SNL's Big Return?
0: He hosted a million Big Returns. <laughs> he hosts everything. He's he's the b- biggest comedy name in the world. Yeah, and he's not white. <laughs>
1: It's really upsetting, this one. We're going to move on. Okay. Because okay. we could talk about this for a whole 10 minutes. We'll get past this. Next up, we have Jasenia, Then we have Trey. And then we have Aaron. And Andy, you said, countdown until he finds someone doing something he doesn't approve of. Tick
0: tock. Tick
1: tock. And based on the previews, it seems the police, Katie's Honesty Police. The
0: whole police department is there. The
1: whole police department ends up being there. Next up, we have Kenny. And then we have Noah, who I don't know if I, it's just been a minute since I saw him or he changed his hair. I legitimately thought he was Jordan Kimball for a minute.
0: Jordan Kimball.
1: Oh, he's another person on okay. this show. <laughs> That's good enough. I get it. <laughs> you get it. Uh, he seems to hit it off quickly with Abigail. Mm-hmm. What I do like about Noah is how assertive he seems, yeah. which I feel like is lacking in men today, Agreed. especially young men. Yes. And we see a little bit of together time between Joe and Serena and then Brendan and Serena. And because Joe is shown or it's suggested that he can see Brendan and Serena talking and then he starts to spiral. We'll circle back to that, obviously. We have Connor B show up and you see Tammy say, who's that? And you hear him say, I'm Connor B from Katie season. And I did a little digging. I think this... Began filming, or at least they were over in Mexico in hiding before Katie's premiere.
0: Mm, Interesting.
1: Yeah. At most, maybe Katie's premiere had aired. Wow. So yeah, they don't know anything about the guys. Yeah,
0: I was wondering about the uh, chronological situation there.
1: Yeah, the show filmed three weeks in June and Katie's season premiere was June 7th. Interesting. Yeah. We have Deandra, who is basically non-existent in this episode yeah. she barely gets an intro i had to literally go back and search for her entrance to even see who who appeared yeah,
0: there's a couple of people who just sort of appeared
1: here we see joe having a hard time he says talking to serena was like talking to kendall Whew. oh dear and he's not sure he should have come back mm. victoria arrives next up we have marissa and then mari and we hear kenny calling her the hottest girl on math season Mm-hmm. And David Spade makes fun while she's hugging the women. He goes, Hug, hug, hug. I love you. I love you. I'll hate you in three days. <laughs> it was pretty funny. And we see Kenny and Mari talking and they discuss the age difference. And they establish that he's 40, she's 25. She reveals she's dated a 40 year old before. I appreciated that this was discussed.
0: No, me too. It should be addressed.
1: It should be addressed.
0: And once it's addressed, everyone happy.
1: <laughs> Everybody happy <laughs> when it's addressed. <laughs> Here, Kelsey is seen saying, I think the milk magnesia is helping. I love a good the,
0: milk magnesia. She
1: had put it on as a primer. I have to admit, I Googled this, and mm-hmm. apparently it's true. Yeah. It helps with oily skin. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Next, Hajwan arrives, and she says, I know Trey because I went on a date with his uncle.
0: Amazing. Good
1: subplot. Next up, we have James and Andy. You said the whole police force is officially here.
0: Yep. We are safe on the island.
1: And you see the women discussing how no guys have approached them. And I loved here how Tammy made fun of the guys. She was like, bro, did you do legs today?
0: (laughs) James just unfurls this like sculpted behind. It's like, why? Why does it need to be that big?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was funny seeing them there talking while all the women were like, yeah. Ready to chat.
0: Yeah, no, let's just like admire each other's sculpted bodies together it while talking me, about our police work.
1: It just felt like a microcosm for dating today. Yeah. How men are just sort of like Just looking. waiting
0: for women to come along.
1: Yeah. Waiting for them to make the move. <sighs> Bugs me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they deserve to be made fun of here. Yes. <laughs> okay, next up we have Victoria P., Serena S., and then Carl arrives with much villain music fanfare and he says i'm looking to get engaged here i'm looking to find my future wife here always motivating
0: oh yeah (laughs) and he's properly dissed for his tennis shoes on the beach
1: carl deserves most dissing that he receives i think
0: oh yeah i think he almost invites it i can't tell if he's in on the joke either like does he is he just there to get made fun of or is he there because he really thinks he's doing the right thing i mean he is a motivational speaker which makes me think that he really knows what to say and when to say it. And he how has
1: proven it. that he does not know what to say and when to say it. No, he does not. <laughs> so the contestants are rounded up for the rules. And David Spade here does a sort of quasi stand-up routine. <laughs> and Andy, here you, you took issue with David Spade as host. You said, "Do you want me to read to you?" I didn't. You t-
0: just to be clear, I didn't take issue with David Spade. No, I took da- issue with David Spade as host. Yes.
1: yes. And okay. Do you want me to read what you said, or do you want to just say it all? I don't you-
0: recall what I said, but I w- yeah, I would like to be refreshed.
1: You said you can't do funny on funny. You need a Chris Harrison figure to balance the funny. Yes. David Spade is just a boob. It's already a travesty of comedy. You can't joke a joke. It feels too loose, too unstructured. Yes, you stand by all I that?
0: stand by every word. Whoever said that is right <laughs> on point. Look, it's like they always say about comedy, you want to bend it and not break it.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
0: already broken. Yeah. There's a broken comedy here. Yeah. So you can't have a guy like David Spade doing this. You need someone who's going to be the keel. Yeah. Who's going to be the voice of reason? Who's going to be the, the camp counselor, the, the, the event organizer? You have to have someone to center the show. Yep. Chris Harrison was perfect. Yep. Barely funny. Mm-hmm. Understood the joke, but mm-hmm. didn't add to it. Yeah. Kept organization, kept a central figure involved. Yep. Uh, someone looking down upon the yeah. playing field. <laughs> <laughs> God bless David Spade. Yes. Very funny man. Accomplished, accomplished actor, director, comedian. He does not belong on BIP. BIP (laughs) is already ridiculous.
1: And we're not saying that only Chris Harrison could have done that. And actually what happens is David Spade pulls Wells in to be that figure you're talking about. He
0: literally, it's like he tapped out. Yeah. He's like, I cannot do this Mm -hmm. because it's too ridiculous. Yeah. So you, guy who's not that funny, come over here and do the thing that I should be doing the whole show. Yep. It's just, I'm sorry, doesn't work.
1: I wrote, Wells has to share the rules. Why isn't he just the host then?
0: Exactly.
1: I agree with you. And we're not saying it has to be Chris Harrison. Chris Harrison-ish person. A Chris Harrison figure. I agree with you. And in this case, it's Wells. Yes, as it make turns make Wells to be. the host. Yeah. He's
0: been gunning for that position ever since he started in this <laughs> franchise. Give him what he wants.
1: <laughs> so Wells announces that the men have roses this first week, which I think is typical at this point on this show. And then the genders part ways to go discuss with mm-hmm. each other mm-hmm. who they're into. And so the initial interest, it seems to be, is that Aaron is into Tammy, Brendan is into Natasha, and Trey is into Tajwan. Yeah. no. no. I don't think any big surprises there. No. And then it's the evening and everyone is discussing each other, engaging interest and getting a lay of the land. And Andy, you said here, it seems like torture to be on this show.
0: <laughs> I mean, you can't like like you you can't eat in peace. You can't go to the bathroom in peace. You can't sleep. Like you're, There's always things happening constantly.
1: I have to admit the introvert in me would not do well here. Because you could see Joe is off on his own and everyone's like, what's wrong with Joe? You,
0: I'm telling you, you're, it's it's like you are in the Petri dish all the time. Yep.
1: Like on The Bachelor, bachelor you,
0: can, you can go into hiding. You could just peace out for a few mm-hmm. hours. Kind of. Kind of. Mm. Go into your room, just shut the door. Can't you? Eh. No? Oh, you can't.
1: <laughs> I mean... At times you can.
0: I just feel like it's all on and you have to constantly be pushing the plot. Like you can't just sit back for a day and not do anything. You have to be on it constantly.
1: I know what you mean because this is really more of a game show. The other one, all you really need to be on for is your time with the lead. Right. Because that's what's deciding whether you stay or go. But with this, it's like you're constantly hustling to get in good favor, in good graces with someone from the opposite sex to get a roast, it sounds like hell.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. I would be stressed out just to stop for a meal. I'd be like, oh, now I'm eating. I'm wasting time. It's like a half hour while I should be pursuing this thing. And now some other guy has taken that thing and it's over. And I just had like a terrible meal, which I assume. <laughs> I'm assuming the food's not great.
1: I don't know. We should, we should fact check that with might actually our friends be good. who have been.
0: It might be good food. But the point is, is that a meal in itself could literally sink you it seems (laughs) horrible to me
1: so then the date card arrives and it goes to Abigail and she chooses Noah and I thought I would insert this because it was the first time I've ever really noticed this on this franchise Hmm. there was product placement for Heineken did you catch this oh I didn't yeah it was like during a voiceover of something else and you saw a line being cut and you saw some Heineken and I was like wow
0: okay okay
1: I'm subliminally being told to buy Heineken.
0: I mean, do you you think that this show is too good for product placement?
1: No, I guess I just, I don't know what I was expecting. For some reason, maybe I've just never noticed it before and this was the first time. Mm. And maybe we shouldn't even discuss it because now we're advertising Heineken on behalf of the show. (laughs) Heineken knew
0: this would happen. They knew the ecosystem would talk about the fact that someone advertised Heineken by accident.
1: But yeah, Heineken apparently Heineken. Is, has sponsored Bit. Drink
0: Heineken, refreshing, low calorie.
1: Is it low? Delicious.
0: Calorie? Hops, barley. <laughs> what what else do they do with Heineken? I don't know. German? Oh no, it's actually Dutch. Huh? Amsterdam. Oh. Heineken. We now sponsor Heineken. <laughs> and we then- don't sponsor Heineken. <laughs> That's not true.
1: Okay, now it's Joe. And once again, he's having a hard time. Voiceovers suggest that he is contemplating leaving. And we see Victoria talk about her five-second role where she tries to catch eyes with a guy and smile for five seconds.
0: I like this. This was cute.
1: It was cute, and it made me sad that it didn't work for her. It didn't work. That
0: was kind of mean for them to highlight that. But it is what it is.
1: Yeah, it kind of made her look more pathetic than I think she is because I think that... As a woman, I I think it is tough dating today. I respect
0: a five-second rule. That should be obliged.
1: Yeah, they made it seem like she was stupid for doing this. But actually, how else do you do it today? That's the
0: most a woman should ever do. Five seconds is pushing it. I would say two seconds.
1: And actually, you believe in the eye contact.
0: Yes, that's where it's done. Mm -hmm. The eye contact is the most... The initial eye contact is... By far, Across the most important thing about meeting someone of the opposite sex.
1: For the first time in person. For the first
0: time in person. Yeah. 100%.
1: Yeah. We think Victoria did nothing wrong here and they made her look kind of like a fool, but that just made me sad because me sad she had too. the right attitude. She didn't want to have to do the pursuing. She wanted to feel courted, as she has, had said. And I all actually, these guys are just sitting back and enjoying their week with roses. I cannot wait till next week. Yeah. Okay. So Abigail and Noah go on their date. And the date is basically them in a large room filled with piñatas. And just to the people, the handlers, the producers behind the scene who made this happen, that was a lot of piñatas. A lot. Yes. So we see you. Good job. So Noah says that he notices that she's so appreciative of small gestures like him pulling out her chair. And he says, but I feel like you should have that anyways. And she says, well, I don't go on many dates, so I'm not like comparison-wise. And then he said, why? It's not bad either. I'm just curious. We were not following this conversation in the beginning. Then it starts to clarify. She says, I feel I get asked out a lot. I don't know. I just got comfortable being single. I move very slow. And he says, like physically? And she laughs a little too hard at this. (laughs) And says, no, I'm just saying like my ex and I, we were talking for eight months before I made it official. And he says, it's going to be hard to like move slow. And she says, is it? And he says, well, nonstop, we're going to be spending time together. And she says, well, just because you spend time together doesn't mean you have to. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I just found this conversation. I was like. Like, nothing was being said. Nothing was being said. And then he says, I think it's going to be hard for me personally. And she says, and you're uncomfortable with that? Like, what are they even talking about? Moving slowly or physic- or things moving makes, slowly physically?
0: It makes no sense. And I think what happened was, is that he tried to lighten the conversation, make it a little more, like, you know, sexy and playful. Yeah. And she was like, Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. And then he got all awkward And sort of shut down and then things just kind of went off the rails a little bit.
1: So she said, and you're not comfortable with that. And he said, I'm not uncomfortable. I'm just not sure what it's going to be like. And then she said, yeah, I feel like everyone's going to start coupling up. So there's going to be pressure all over the place. I think this was out of order. This conversation made no sense because then she goes back to what she was saying before, which is I have to be so sure with somebody before I even call them Mike by." Like my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean by move slowly. I mean, it's so hard for me to get guys out of the friend zone. And he said, who puts who in the friend zone? Good question. And she said, I friend zone guys really easily. And he goes, hmm. And she says, I need to stop doing that. I like that she admitted that. Mm -hmm. I do think that is a mistake a lot of people make. Yeah. Both men and women.
0: And she admitted that she needs to fix it.
1: And I got to say, I... I kind of went hard on Noah on Tayshia's season, but on this date, I really liked him. Yeah, me too. He asked a million questions.
0: Yeah. He acted like a real adult. A gentleman. And he rolled with the punches quite well.
1: Yeah. So back at the resort, (laughs) Connor B and Marissa, which is a rather unexpected pairing, I feel. I agree. They start making out. Seems to be going well. Trey and Tajwan, he kills a bug, which is his moment of chivalry. I'm her. not
0: sure he killed the bug because technically speaking, I don't believe you're allowed to kill any animal on television without having a disclaimer. So I think it was a fake killing of a bug. That's my personal Do bugs belief. count? Oh, yeah. Bugs are animals. You're not allowed to kill bugs. Like, you're not allowed to show a bug being killed on television without saying something. Well, they
1: didn't it. show it.
0: I'm actually not even sure you're allowed to do it with a disclaimer. I don't think you're allowed to do it, period. So <laughs> I think this this is the biggest scandal so far on Bachelor in Paradise. I do not believe Trey killed a bug.
1: I mean, I don't know if bugs apply to that rule.
0: I, I think they do.
1: Well, we didn't see... Have
0: you ever seen a bug physically killed on a TV show? The now splattered you... remnants of a dead bug? Have now you, ever that seen you that?
1: mentioned seen that? you it, I can't remember a time but it wasn't shown it was just suggested i
0: mean they bring in fake like animatronic fishes in movies you're
1: you're right that's a good point yeah anyway this was also kind of an unexpected pairing for me but i'm really into it i think they're kind of funny together yeah in a cute way oh yeah i like it and then we're back on abigail and noah's date and noah is heard saying i feel like she is guarded and kind of withholding i want to know what makes abigail abigail Hmm. that's such classic bachelor speak
0: So classic. Andy,
1: I want to know what makes Andy Andy. Don't you want to know what makes Charlene Charlene?
0: I do. I'm still trying to figure it out.
1: (laughs) Abigail here admits she's not an outwardly emotional person. She doesn't express how she's feeling, and she buries it all inside.
0: (laughs) Healthy Abigail.
1: (laughs) And he says during a toast, Well, I feel like you have a heart of gold, and the fact that everyone was clapping for you as we went on this date speaks to you. And I don't think you hear that enough, and I think you deserve it. Anyway, he wins her over. Mm -hmm. They hit some pinatas and they make out a lot. I like how assertive Noah is. It just, he feels kind of old school. Like he really got himself out of the friend zone with her and she was really into it. He did well. And then we hear Noah in a voiceover go, I think this was the first kiss in paradise. And then there's a montage of right. kisses. So like Trey that. and Tajwan, Ivan and Jasenia are mm-hmm, kissing, mm-hmm. Aaron and Tammy, Connor B and Marissa and Kenny and Mari. Mari and Tajwan both say they think they got the first kiss in paradise.
0: Yeah, good production trick there.
1: And then everything goes back to Joe. Joe is talking with Wells and he says, why am I here? I wrote, he seems wasted. Did he not seem wasted to oh, you? Yeah,
0: he was good and tanked.
1: He was good and tanked, right? Yeah. Like, too tanked.
0: Oh, I mean, can you be too tanked on Bachelor in Paradise?
1: I mean, on the first night, I kind of feel like keep, your, keep it together.
0: I mean, okay. It's just like if there's going to be a place at a time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Joe and Serena lay down on a daybed, and she asks what happened with Kendall, and he reveals that it became about distance mm-hmm. and who was going to make a move. And I thought I like that they touched on this because I do think it is a real life issue with relationships that yeah. doesn't get touched on enough. Yeah, I agree. on this show, they establish their age difference, and she's twenty three, he's thirty five, and she makes fun of him for in five years turning forty.
0: Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> scary! <laughs> the grave is soon.
1: And then uh, this is just rough. I mean, we had a hard time watching this just because his game is so bad. He has zero game.
0: No, zero game is a compliment. He has negative game. It's reverse game.
1: It's, you're right. It's reverse game. It's gone into the underworld where now it's suddenly game because it's so bad.
0: Well, it's, it's like I would say it's reverse psychology, but I'm not sure it's intentional. Um, <laughs> what he's doing shouldn't work unless you're incredibly good looking.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like a get out of jail free card, isn't it?
0: I almost feel like it works because he's so good looking. Like you would see a guy, who, and look, let's be honest, grocery store Joe is good looking by any standard, I yes, think. Yes. And I'm a man, I can say this. So yes. You agree, he's very good looking. Yes, I do. Classically. And if you are that good looking, you assume as a woman or a man that the guy's got some level of game, some Because he's used to, like, women being attracted to his looks, so he's confident. And that confidence shows itself in his ability to charm both men and women. Yeah. I would assume. Mm -hmm. So when you see a man that good-looking, who has absolutely no game whatsoever, then it it, it in itself makes you more attracted to him. But you're like, wow, what a novelty. Yeah. Such a handsome man. And absolutely no ability to charm a woman.
1: Yeah. Which suggests that he doesn't know how handsome he is. Which I maintain there is no way he doesn't.
0: It suggests an incredibly unlikely vulnerability. Yeah. In a man that good looking.
1: That's true. Interesting. You're right. Mm -hmm. I think you just got to the bottom of Joe's appeal. (laughs) (laughs) So so Uh. Serena makes fun of his socket sandal combo. You know who has game is Serena P.,
0: tremendous Serena
1: game. P has ace flirty banter a game plus a plus she is so good oh, her she's good. confidence oozes through she's a master at flirting via teasing mm-hmm. like for example she makes fun of how he was contemplating leaving or of his socket sandal combo mm-hmm. she very she's very masterful masterful advanced level. do what Serena does <laughs> do what Serena does it's really impressive he talks about how there's sand everywhere. The floors are going to be slippery, wet. It's going to be muggy. And she says, you're really selling this place. You're convincing yourself to leave. And he says, no, I'm not leaving. I'm here. Well, I think um, I don't know actually what I'm going to say. And then he goes in for a kiss. <laughs> well, what
0: I, what I like about this, well, I, what I don't like and like about this is, first of all, he didn't earn that kiss. No,
1: he did by not. any he, stretch. he earned that kiss by being really handsome. Yeah. And he, famous.
0: Basically, they ran out of things to say, and he was like, Well, I'm gonna kiss now. There was not one ounce of having earned that kiss. And and I do sort of relate to that moment where like you meet someone new and like you're having a perfectly nice, normal conversation, but then you both realize that a kiss is in the next probably 30 to 60 seconds. Yeah. And the conversation becomes this like like your brain is no longer. Like you're in autopilot, yeah, like your yeah. lizard brain is talking. Yeah, you don't know what it's you're saying. You're just
1: nearing their mouth. Yeah, you're and just those like the words I- are still coming out.
0: Yeah, the words are coming out. It's a part of your brain that you're not in touch with, and you're all you're thinking about is how am I going to maneuver this kiss? Yes. How is this going to happen? Mm-hmm. So they got to that point. Yeah. Joe and he, did it a little less gracefully yes. than Serena
1: because first he goes for her nose and then readjusts. <laughs> And then kisses her. There is a charm in his awkwardness.
0: There is. If Joe was half as good looking as he is, would he have gotten that kiss from what he did?
1: Yeah, or as famous. We cannot. Here's the thing. We cannot talk about this show and not talk about fame. Yeah. Because it is massive. Joe, grocery store Joe, was an icon on the show before Serena ever even went on it. Yeah. And everyone has an idea of who has how many Instagram followers, who ranks where in the hierarchy. When Becca Kufrin comes in, there's going to be a big hoopla oh, like she's yeah. a bachelorette. Ooh, like she'll be a hot commodity. First of all, Becca Kufrin's lovely and beautiful and smart and all the things, but also she's a bachelorette. We cannot pretend that that's not going to add to her sheen.
0: I agree. And, and you know. Uh, Grocery store Joe Said you know I I want to be a Clooney but I'm not But in Serena's eyes He is A Clooney Within the context Yes And he could have Literally done Nothing And still gotten that kiss I think Nothing He could have Literally just sat there And been like Hey What's up Yeah How you doing Having a nice day He
1: could have just Gotten like
0: Yeah He could have just wait. He could have sat himself comfortably in one of those chairs just all puckered. day and just wait, <laughs> Closed his
1: eyes. Just sat all just, day like.
0: Yeah, and eventually it would have been like like bees buzzing around a flower. Eventually that flower is getting pollinated. Someone would kiss Joe. Doesn't have to say anything. Just moist lips. Not even moist. Dry lips. Could have had dry. Sandy lips Someone's gonna eventually kiss him
1: And because he has a rose Yes He has a rose to give out She has something to gain By rewarding him Even though he didn't deserve this kiss This show
0: Oh it's tremendous
1: (laughs) Do you like it? Do you like this show so far?
0: I'm not quite at the like stage Okay But I'm We're courting It's a courtship process Okay
1: You have disdain for it But you're also It's not disdain Okay
0: It's a lack of Of Enjoyment (laughs) But it's growing. I'm getting there.
1: (laughs) Okay, so the next day, Abigail was seen eating breakfast, and Andy, you said, it's actually weird watching people eat on this show.
0: I mean, it's it's, it's bizarre. I've never seen it. It's true. I've seen guys nibble on hors d'oeuvres once in a while on The Bachelorette. (laughs) Yeah. But I've never seen a woman eat a full meal. It's like like almost pornographic.
1: (laughs) You see Chad eating a lot of meat. But they made a
0: point of it because he was... That that, that, that was he was thing. eating anything yeah. was a thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, and Victoria says she wants a guy to do nice things for her, and Kelsey says just be like chivalrous.
0: Chivalrous, chivalry is very important.
1: <laughs> Shall we refer to it as chivalry for the rest of the season?
0: Yeah, hashtag chivalry.
1: And then there's a lot of ominous music. Like mm. a, a changing of the tides is coming yes. and the women are speculating they're hoping another man comes to mm-hmm. shake things up mm-hmm. so they have more of a chance for a rose and then we see Demi did it not seem like she was flirting with David Spade
0: I think Demi flirts with I agree everybody
1: I do I completely I think flirting is Demi's that's her thing. communication style Yeah. then that's pretty much it it's suggested that she will come in and stir up shit she says those poor girls i'm gonna steal all their men i'm gonna fuck shit up
0: and on that note i am making the word watch for next episode yes steal steal got that
1: and then cast your votes either below this youtube video or over on instagram and we will count your votes and maybe we'll have a prize
0: We are going to have prizes for this soon. Right now, you have the glory of having your name read on our podcast.
1: (laughs) But hopefully we'll have prizes soon.
0: We will. There's no question. Not hopefully. This is happening. It's
1: happening. We're working very hard to make this happen. And yeah, I guess this is supposed to be a cliffhanger. Like Demi's going to come in and steal men. But let's be (sighs) honest. We know Demi just gets along with everyone. And all she's going to do is become friends with the women, not steal their men.
0: Is that what's going to happen?
1: I mean, that. first of all, Demi's going to do what Demi does because Demi is a friend of the show. Mm. So she will do what is required of her yes. to make things interesting. That's not a good or bad thing. Mm. I don't mind Demi. Yeah. But let's not pretend that this is like some cliffhanger that we need to be concerned about.
0: I'm actually concerned about the fact that they made this a cliffhanger. Oh. So this needs to be a cliffhanger. What is there?
1: That's actually a good point. It's a pretty low level cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I demand slightly more hangy cliffs <laughs> than this on my dating. This shows. is like a little hill. Yeah, it's a, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Someone's like at the top of a hill and they just don't have the energy to walk down.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think that's a wrap.
0: No, I think that's it, yeah.
1: We don't have a flashpoint for this episode. There wasn't really anything flashpoint worthy. No. Yeah. Nothing too flashy. Did you enjoy your first ever Paradise episode?
0: I will say this. I I came very close to, to just touching the threshold of enjoyment and then it fell off a little bit. But I suspect I'm going to break through to enjoyment in uh, episode two.
1: I think you're just waiting for Thomas to arrive any second now. He's coming.
0: I think Thomas might push me through the enjoyment threshold. <laughs>
1: Well, I think then that's a wrap to Mm -hmm. our first ever recap of Bachelor in Paradise, which we are doing because you guys requested it so much. So thank you for enjoying our recaps enough. I hope this...
0: Did this satisfy your Bachelor in Paradise recap (laughs) needs? I hope it did.
1: Hopefully it'll get more interesting. Yeah. The first episode's always a little like... uh, 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 uh. This was
0: tough. I hope everyone can realize that this was not an easy job.
1: (laughs) If you enjoyed what you heard today, you can keep Dear Shandy in business by liking, subscribing, hitting the notification bell, following us on Instagram at Dear Shandy, mm-hmm. leaving us iTunes ratings and reviews and telling your friends.
0: Telling your friends is, yeah. I think, the most important thing. Because we don't do it. We're not We're not strong marketers.
1: No, we're horrible marketers. We've never done any marketing. Yeah, we
0: need you guys to do our marketing for us. <laughs> we want
1: you to work for us. That's,
0: that's, that's <laughs> it. That's all we're asking. We'll keep putting these out, pumping them out, just pumping and pumping and pumping them out, but you got to tell your friends.
1: And on that note, I think that's a wrap for this episode of Dear Shandy. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Bye.
2: Dear Shandy. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium?